That's Sir Roger Moore to you. Oh, uh, oh. he's knighted. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he's, he's, he's pretty much a home record yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, a career record. J. W. Pepper. Sean Connery's really not that bad a guy, <laughs> but we just can't stop making fun of him. I smuggle pistachios. Yeah. That's yeah. what they always yeah. said. Draft, not bottle. <laughs> we have deals on bottles. Okay, bottle. Okay, <laughs> Adjusting your tits. Yeah. Which, which nipple do you have to adjust my, for? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> got, got your tits I've got a couple of different nipples. That See, I that's why I have the blue dot here. Oh, that's, that's your third nipple. Yeah, yeah. Your third, third nipple. nipple. I prepared for this better. episode. Try nip. Try nip. Try nip. Try nip. Try nip. What did he say exactly? I was gonna sneeze. Sorry. Oh man. And then I did. That's the worst feeling, isn't it? I know. I was like, you were like thinking I was gonna say something profound. I'm like. That like, is what's the, he gonna say? That's the worst feeling when you're like about to sneeze. Yeah, it's right there, and, and then it just doesn't sneeze. come. Do you think we might need an additional beer for this to? We might we might have to sink in a little. I, I can grab two more. Yeah, you get that beers. Would, that would be profound. Well, that profound? Would be profound. Yeah, I think so. Bro, found that would be bro, bro, found. bro found. Right there. Yeah, for sure, dude. Bro, go found the beers. Yeah, go get. Yeah, for sure. Bro, found the beer. <laughs> Did you pause? Yeah, uh, no. No, we'll keep this shit. We're man. authentic. We're authentic as fuck around we here. We are authentic for as sure, man. fuck. What is that? Uh, so this is a link. This is talking about the, uh, the corkscrew jump in the Bond movie. Oh, okay. Look at that big text. Can I, I, can can I, read, the, can I read the first paragraph out loud? Just read in it. case you want to use anything? Read it okay. out loud, yeah. All right, man. <clears throat> well, this is um, behind the scenes of the groundbreaking stunt yeah. in this James Bond film. The corkscrew car jump in The Man with the Golden Gun, made in 1974, is among the most spectacular stunts in the uh, 007 series. In hot pursuit of Scaramanga, played by Christopher Lee, a.k.a. Saruman. Sir Christopher Lee. Sir Christopher Lee, excuse me. In Bangkok, he was uh, playing Bond. Sir or excuse Roger. me, sorry. Bond played by Roger Moore. Sir Roger Sir, Moore. Sir, why the fuck is everyone knighted? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, why are they all knighted? Fun fact. Uh, you do a couple movies. Uh, Chris Lee and Roger Moore were super good friends from their early acting days. Apparently, I yeah. like this man. All right, so, all right. so Roger Moore uh, playing Bond steals a red AMC Hornet from a car showroom coincidentally with a vacationing sheriff JD or JW Pepper. J.W. Pepper. Played by Clifton James. Do we know anything about Clifton James? I hope he not. He just plays J.W. Pepper. Well, he's from Live and Let Die. Not my yeah, so, okay. We know he was in the last movie, In the Passenger Seat. During the chase, Bond and Pepper find themselves on the other side of a river, form, forcing Bond... This is so far away, it's hard to read. Forcing Bond to reverse <laughs> and make drunk. a spectacular... Yeah, I'm a little drunk, too. <laughs> I think I'm doing a good job. Yeah, you're doing uh, I got Forcing Bond to reverse and uh, and make a spectacular jump across the water, spinning 360 degrees in midair before landing safely on the other side. I'm only reading the first paragraph, but it was a spectacular scene. It, it was an excellent stunt, and honestly, yeah. I was surprised that it was an actual stunt and there wasn't, like, you know, any type of just, like, artificial, like, this was toy cars or this was, like, on a... I you think know, we, cable thing or anything. I think we got a little bit of bias. So what you, thing, you just read the first paragraph, right? I mean, yeah, I only read Okay, yeah, so I'll just get to the stunt part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah. idea for the set piece started when stunt driver Joey Chitwood, who worked on Live and Let Die, sent, sent director Guy Hamilton a photograph of a car undertaking a corkscrew jump. 
The stunt, designed by Raymond McHenry on a computer inspired by his work on a simulation of single vehicle accidents, was part of the American Thrill Show, staged by JM Productions. Uh, the so-called Astro Spiral Jump had wild audiences all across the U.S. and was now licensed to the Man with the Golden Gun team to immortalize on film. Uh, based on mathematical and computerized calculations provided by Calspan Corporation in New York, the car had to be perfectly balanced so the driver and steering wheel are exactly in the middle. It also had to hit a curved ramp at exactly 48 miles per hour. Two tachometers were on board to check this, meaning a long run-up was essential. On June 1st, 1974, uh, day 35 of production, the crew, guided by stunt co-coordinator, uh, or coordinator, that, they put a dash between co and ordinator. That was kind of weird. I thought coordinator was just C-O-O. Yeah. Is that a word? I think yeah. that's a word, man. Coordinator? Yeah. Yeah, coordinator is a word, a word, but you wouldn't. But you don't dash. have a dash. You don't need the dash. No. You don't need the dash. Because there's, there's not an ordinator. <laughs> well, you don't like, ordinate. Know, I'm, coordinator. I'm saying like we use certain words. Are you a like, coordinator? No, I'm a coordinator. I just ordinate. I'm a coordinator. Yeah, right. And exactly. I'm a coordinator. Okay, good point. Yeah, like what's an, what's <laughs> like, an ordinator? What's an ordinator? I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W.J. Milligan Jr. assembled on the canal at Klong Rangsit, Thailand. With the ramp disguised as a tumble-down bridge, the spiral jump was performed by Lauren Bumps Willard, uh, that's his nickname, Bumps, Bumps, in Bond's AMC Hornet X hatchback. Two dummies of Bond and Sheriff Pepper were positioned on either side of Willard, who was dressed in black so he wouldn't register on camera. Uh, the guy who did the role had never driven the car or before or, even, or ever done it, recalled Guy Hamilton. He wasn't concerned because as long as it had the run-up, so long as it's 48 miles per hour, the rest is automatic. You hang on, cross your fingers, and bingo, he did it in one take. Yet Willard didn't just do the jump for the cameras, he also did it for an assembled crowd. Some people didn't believe we actually did the stunts, said marketing executive High Smith. Uh, we took about 100 press from Europe in, in a rented 747 to Thailand. This is how much the Bond uh, franchise was balling. Uh, despite that, they saw the car corkscrewed 360 degrees from one side of the river to the other. When the picture came out, many of them said it was the most wonderful special effect they'd ever seen, but the courageous act that wasn't lost on the star. After witnessing the astonishing jump, Roger Moore told the stunt team, you fellows make me look good. So I can finally X out of that tab. Yeah, that tab's been on my computer. I mean, that's kind of... That's I'll crazy what, though, impressive, though. It, it, it was very impressive, but I'll tell you what, that was very cringy. All of that information... The whistle... Yeah, the whistle, the whistle absolutely ruined the novelty yeah, of it. And honestly, absolutely. it's it's super interesting to me that there was like computer simulation technology involved with planning out the stunt, and that there was anything advanced enough to really facilitate like, oh no, we have a vehicle that weighs this much doing oh, this yeah, kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Like that's that's crazy to me for uh, you know early or I guess this was mid seventies. But you're just imagining... 74, yeah. 74, you've got so. some Hollywood... In, in the 70s, you've got some Hollywood actor. Stunt double. Whatever the fuck he's called. He just jumps into a stunt car and is like, as long as this puppy goes 48.3 miles per hour and I yeah. get that thing... In well, the well, that's, put a cigarette yeah, out. Put a cigarette like, out. Yeah. Right. Listen. Well, that's the thing. It's like, they, hey, they did the math. Listen. All I have to do is accelerate. Yeah. Everything else has been accounted for. I don't think this guy was doing the math. He, this guy didn't do the math. Someone Somebody else, else did, did the math, the math and like, told him. This, this guy was like a skinny J.W. Pepper, you know? Yeah. He was like, as long as you boys did the math, I can't get in the car. <laughs> Some of that wasn't words. I know. Most of it wasn't words. I know. But that's how J.W. Pepper lives. That's kind of how J.W. Pepper talks. Well, boy. Well, well, maybe our guys don't know who uh, J.W. Pepper is. Man. Yeah, let's go back. I, I thought I had the... 
comment about Guy Hamilton and say, oh yes, here it is. Director Guy Hamilton admitted that he added the slide whistle to the car roll because he didn't think there was a way to, there was a way the audiences would take such a stunt seriously. He has since regretted this, uh, found on IMDb.com. Yeah. In the uh, Man with the Golden Gun trivia. I feel like they could have done like a baseball something where like, mm, and then like as it yeah. came down, you know. I feel like all you need is take that, that nineteen seventy four yeah, cinematography. You, yeah, you jerks. I think all you need in that scene is just the ba da 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 da. You know, oh, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, going yeah, with the whole yeah. car chase. Honestly, that wouldn't have been that. Ba da and then left it silent, and then as it lands and continue on with the thing. That would have been at all. Yeah, literally, I don't think we got the James Bond song at all. Yeah, what do you call that song? What do we call that song, man? James Bond. Just the 007 theme. Yeah, 007 theme. Okay, yeah, yeah. We didn't get that at all, and that would have been a perfect spot. Yeah, for that guy. Gosh darn. Honestly, yeah, that, right I feel like that could have worked pretty well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have yeah, oh, come in okay. That would have been it, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, big regret on the slide whistle. Yeah. All right, uh, now that we have an intro of the pod, we talked about the first stunt. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason, Harley, Tyler, uh, Bond once again. Uh, this is our third podcast with Jason on the uh, Bond franchise yeah glad so, to be here fucking killing it and it's a uh, good day man it's a good day it's a great day welcome, welcome. oh I, I know you quite well actually oh <laughs> and now we do you guys have <laughs> everybody everybody shake hands it's a very uh it's a cordial day mazel tov i don't know do you guys know what mazel tov means no me neither i don't i think it's a i think it's a way to it's a Jew thing. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, it's a Jew thing. Yeah, I, th- I don't I, know I if so. presenting <laughs> anything <laughs> as saying so. it's a Jew thing. Uh, it's the thing that Jews do. There you, know? you go. I mean, they get married. It's the same <laughs> there you go. I feel like I've seen them like they take like a uh, they take something and put it underneath. It's the, when they like get a, married. They, they step on it. They yeah, step on yeah. it. Yeah. But, you, know, but yeah. you can understand why presenting it as it's a Jew thing was maybe not right. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to be I funny mean, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, a little <laughs> bit. You know what I mean. I'm just trying to get a little comedy flow. You know, walk along. It's it's nice. It's good to walk the line. Toe the line. Look, I look Jewish. I don't know what I am. So that way I can just be like, hey, I don't know. I might be Jewish. Who knows? You know, like, you I like can't the assume. Jewish. He's like, I like the Jew. I might be a little black. You never know. Yeah, yeah. The world know, may man. never know. <laughs> the world may never know. I don't know my dad. <laughs> no. I don't. Where are you? Dude, I asked my fucking parents what the what, what we are. My mom said something like, my mom's like, I don't know. And then, like, I was told, my dad said something about it. We were, like, pirates. And I'm like, that's not a thing. But I think that's just something you tell a fucking six-year-old. And then when the six-year-old grows up and doesn't fucking give a shit. Uh, yeah. Could yeah, you imagine what the country children... we come from? Pirates! <laughs> pirates, go! Cool. Could you imagine the cool, children cool. of pirates, though? Because pirates have to have, like, offspring, right? Like, well, the problem like, is, they, they, they have port. a ton of offspring. They landed in that port, port, and we're just, you know, Yeah, the unfortunate thing, part yeah. about pirates was a lot of rape and... Well, of course, I mean, there's tons of rape. I mean, let's not, you know, I mean... Remember right, Genghis Khan? Remember how we're all... Regular okay. bump full of Sean Connery's, <laughs> <those> <laughs> pirates. <laughs> we're, we're there's just the a gaggle of Sean Connery's. Like, yeah, like, if you look at, like, the pecking order, it was, like, Genghis Khan, and then, like, you got, like, pirates, and then it's, like... Connor, you know, Sean Connery. The Kardashians. It's, like, you know, it's, you know, everyone's related to somebody, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. For sure, man. I get it. Yeah. 
Um, Man, what movie did we watch today? <laughs> we I'll tell you what, I don't think the stunt we were discussing to open. Uh, I know we that was a little rocky start. Sorry, that was a good stunt. Um, I think no, it was just a great tell, tell No, I know, but we didn't like say anything. We were just kind of like talking about a stunt all of a sudden. So there's a big corkscrew jump in the man with the golden gun, and we got a little yep. fascinated uh, reading that paragraph. I like it. Uh, so, um, yeah, man with the golden gun. Uh, coming off of Live and Let Die, J.W. Pepper makes a second appearance. and uh, Couldn't have been happier to see J.W. Pepper. <laughs> you stood up! For, I, I did, I did, I did physically stand up. He was like, I, I, I think you announced it, you are like, like, do you recognize him? And I was like, hold up. And then, yeah, absolutely stood to my feet. I was like, oh, my God. I got excited, too. When you jumped up, It was pretty exciting. I was like, okay, dude. And and honestly, it was nice, just in reference to Live and Let Die, that J.W. Pepper got to be involved with a scene that wasn't so dog shit boring as the boat scene in Live and Let Die. Yeah, because he got put in the worst part of that movie, and he was such an interesting... He was a very interesting character. He was smoking the Bandit before Smokey yeah, and Bandit. And you gotta imagine Smokey and the Bandit took a little inspiration from J.W. Pepper. Had to have, yeah. yeah. I'd like no to delve a little it. deeper into your theory, because I do like that. I, yeah, you know well, I mean? maybe we'll get to Smokey and the Bandit here for 77 or something. Well, I think there might be uh, a little... Well, yeah, because J.W. makes a, at least a few more appearances as far as... I was just saying a few appearances in this movie. Oh, I don't, this know, movie. I don't okay. know as far as the next movie. Our next movie is... Uh... Spy who loved me. The spy. Okay. So, Ooh. Yeah. That's uh, as in the spy who shed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if we see JW in that, I may in fact lose my mind, and yeah. then that may <laughs> that may justify uh, you know doing a little bit of research and seeing uh, how yeah. much of that came uh, into uh, smoking the bandit. We're, yeah, oh, point, well, it's gonna uh, happen either way. Okay. We're, we're I know going they've into it. Yeah. Created right. some tropes. We're noted down. <laughs> Sorry. I know they've created some uh, some tropes like as a franchise. Um. But, like, this J.W. Peppers feller. Feller? Uh, <laughs> Not in my bayou! He's really starting to toe the line for, like, modern cinema. Uh, modern cinema. Yes, I've had, I've had a couple too many Budweiser's. Okay. <laughs> Let me readjust here. He has really towed the line for modern cinema. And, uh... Just, like, the, uh, the comedy of it. Right? Yeah. Just the so blatantly racist and disrespectful to... You pointy heads! I've never heard the insult pointy heads. I tell you what, brother. I tell you what, we probably should not say that. I'm... No. Look. I I don't know. I don't know. Is that like saying the N-word? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I might... I always thought the no-no was, uh, well, I'm not going to yeah. go to it, but yeah. But, but absolutely, like, the, it, it was very foreign to hear kind of what we have to assume as, like, the racism that J.W. was trying to express just based off of his character that we saw in Live and Let Die. Yeah. But, like, it was, it was so profound and so, like, casual for him that, like, we feel the bite of it every single time. Yeah. That, like, it had to have been significant to the people around him, but we still don't know why. It maybe yeah. had that bite. Is J.W. Peppers an anti-hero? Maybe a little. Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah, probably that's very apparent, most likely, because if you think about it being made in Britain, or, well, London, England, right? Uh, and that's, like, that's any culture's thing, right? Like, America makes movies, and it's always these other countries that are fucking up, right? And so, J.W. is kind of the stupid American anti-hero if you think this is being made by people in England. You know, MI6, James Bond, all that shit, right? So, most likely, yeah. That's actually, yeah. That's probably right. 
No, honestly, like, that, that, that kind of makes sense to me because in, in, in both scenes, he contributed almost nothing uh, positive to it. Like in, in the scenario when we were in Live and Let Die, he was obviously very racist. He was about to Rodney King, that fucking, that, that one dude. Yeah. And, then, and then just proceeded to be like very rude to the assisting police force throughout the rest of that scene. Yeah. And, and honestly, just like made a fool of himself. And then by the time that... A uh, secret agent! Yeah, like, by, by the time everyone else got involved, he was just, like, so perplexed by the situation that he just looked like an ass. And then we go to this scene where he's on vacation, he's not even on the job, and he's just continuing to make himself look like Calls a disrespectful ass. Yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah honestly, the, the comment he made about the elephant, like, that blew my mind. Yeah. That was even a comment. <laughs> Dude, that, that, it's insane, man. Yeah. But, so I, I would absolutely agree, anti-hero. Because yeah. he, he contributed nothing towards the progression of the goal. Yeah. He was just a bad person. Just a terrible person. Just a bad person. Yeah. He's a bad guy. A bad guy. But they kind of had, like, you know, he wanted to, you know, at least help. He wanted to help Bond a little bit. Yeah. Well, he, he thought did. He thought he it did. was cool. Very bad guy. He thought it was That's cool. That's what an anti-hero goes, really is. Wait, I know you. Yeah, You're that secret agent feller. Yeah. Like, who are we getting at? Who who are we getting there, boy? Boy. Who are we yeah. chasing at you, boy? It's like, whoa, okay, listen. Just stop talking. Your brother's in danger. I'm like 10 talking. years younger than you. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you know, and Roger Moore throws it right back in his face right before they do the corkscrew job. He's like, you're not gonna. And he goes, oh. <clears throat> excuse me. He goes, I sure am, boy. Yeah. That was that was a nice throwback, Adam. Yeah, because yeah, I mean. Yeah. America's the only country where we're throwing on the word boy. I'm just oh, saying. sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought, you were, just, you. thought no. you were just going to leave it on America's the only country, <laughs> and I was like, okay. According to most movies made in the U.S., yes. Yes. Yes, yes. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, everybody like else is like, dumb. We're going to stop a nuke. Well, where's yeah. it going to land? America. Oh, no. No, not America. Does anybody else care? Every other country cares a lot. A change, lot. Change course for Canada. Let it go. <laughs> Crisis averted. Movie over. I am a real American. <laughs> so how, how are we formatted? Are we going like start to finish for the movie? or? Yeah, I got notes. Uh, All right. Do, you, do we want to start with Bondisms? Roll through the Bondisms? Because he had a couple bad ones. Yeah. Uh, that... Let's roll some right. bondism. The same way we did it uh, last time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say the first is uh, he's talking to Money Penny in the front desk. You know, Money Penny, you are better than a computer in all sorts of ways, James, but you never take advantage of them. Money Penny's a dirty girl. Yeah, very, very <laughs> horny for James Bond. And James is just nowhere she interested. Never, never shows that. Like that. Money Penny's a horny girl. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to go. Yeah, she's she's dude. She's always she, been dirty. Man. There, there's the rare. It, it is, doesn't happen all the time, but there is the rare like uh, reverse bondism where someone says it to James and Money Penny is often the ones that one yeah. does it. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of funnier that that might be like what catches James off guard is yeah. that it's like her like flirting with him and he's like, hold on, it's I'm like, in control. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what to do when I'm the target. I fuck your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a new, real quick. For every, the new Sean Connerism. Yeah, the new Sean Connerism is no longer like the rape, the whore and bitch or anything about rape. That's disgusting. And he wants, 
wants to fuck he your wants face. to fuck your face. This is based on nothing. <laughs> it's just as it evolves. Well, we're we're two movies removed from Sean Connery, and we just yeah, we miss him. We, we miss just him keep dearly. blaspheming Sean we Connery. We miss him dearly. Worse and worse, and it's, it's and great. I want to fuck your face. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anyhow, that's the new running joke going on, so... Yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. He's a monster. He's disgusting. Um, so, he, he meets a belly dancer. Real quick, before we move yeah, on to belly dancer, yeah. sorry. Um, I don't know if this sounds, like, misogynistic or mean. But okay. Penny, is this her last movie? Because she's looking old. I don't know. I did not look ahead to the credits. You all right over there? Hang up. Uh, oh yeah. man! I was like, so I'm you, trying to turn away. I was like, you throw up all over this table. <laughs> Luckily, we'll have it on video. So <laughs> At least we'll have it on video. It'd be an excellent bonus scene. <laughs> nice. the, the worst thing in the world, though, is hiccups. I will tell you that. Maybe not the worst thing in the world. It is pretty uncomfortable, Possibly especially when you've been drinking and you're like on your way home. Because you're like, definitely if I get pulled over, it's over. Yeah. Because as soon as they pull over, license and registration, back sure you <laughs> And you're like, you might as well just arrest me. Like, just get Son, me. have you been drinking? No, I haven't. <laughs> had one. Had a <laughs> beer for dinner. Yeah, and had uh, a couple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when you're just like, I, I get hiccups when I'm nervous? You gonna buy that? Nope. Okay, arrest me. Uh, what seems to be the officer problem? <laughs> I'm not real gossiper. <laughs> you talking to me? Are you? <laughs> you talking to me? Hey, can we do a long pause? Me talking to you. I want to grab my vape real quick. It's on the phone. Well, I just want to so we can cut all this shit out. Uh, this is, this is, you know. I don't, I don't want there to be like a bunch of like. You know, editing, editing that you have to do. I just want Jason to have to edit. No, no I'm pretty sure I'm going to I'm up. pretty sure I'm going to make this a pretty good scene. Uh, this will be good. Yeah. Uh, I might even add in sound effects. <laughs> you better believe that there's an open source whistle noise. It's going to be. I swear to God. I bet you, at, that, at this point, that noise is so iconic. Is it doesn't even have to be iconic because all you have to do is. I mean, yeah, you're right, actually. But like, I'm talking about like I. I know I'm getting too fucking comfortable. Listen, I'm saying. Tell me more. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a little bit more. Okay, let me let me enlighten. <laughs> let me enlighten the computer with real quick. Okay, when it comes to. Uh, I don't want anything about these fucking, uh, where you get the goddamn, like, sound files. Now, see, now you're making me. Oh, no. No, please continue. Jeez. I'm collapsing under the pressure. <laughs> it's almost as if you could but stop I, right I'm now and we help. could continue with I'm, talking I'm, about the movie and you could save all of your face. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on. You're right, because fuck your face. In Sean Connery style. Damn it, I'm gonna fuck my own face and let me tell you about this goddamn thing, okay? Mm -hmm. So when you go to a website where it's like, we can, you can use the sound files. Sure. Without copyright infringement. Yeah. That noise. That noise is in the sound files, is all I'm saying. It's probably out of copyright law, Jason. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna your face, Jason. It's possible, but again, with with sound effects, it's, it's, it's almost like putting like the Wilhelm scream or something, where it's like because there's the, exactly. there's like two the notes involved. It's it's you know what I mean. Like that you doesn't that, 
You think you did well on Scream? No. But no, it's... I tried to impersonate it yesterday, and I did, I did it terribly. Hold it's on. really bad? No, I know. I did this <laughs> super bad. Like, it's not going to work. We don't need to do that. No, we don't. All right. <laughs> Jason, we you're right, man. That. I think you're right, man. We should probably... Let's continue. Move on. Let's continue. <laughs> yeah, let's continue. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know and let's continue. Should we I'm arguing continue? with the like literal computer genius compared to me. I'm like, I'm obviously like, so, uh, lost. <laughs> and he won't stop me. That's Carly's, how much he likes me. He's Carly's like, you know like, what? Go ahead, dipshit. Carly's like, <laughs> Carly, if you, you, had, your, if you had your own microphone, I would have muted you. Damn, man, that's... <laughs> that hurts. That hurts deep, man. But I appreciate that, I and I will use that to grow. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyways, or it's the fuel when he's crying later, and he's like, "It would have me." <laughs> that thing you got to say over and over when you cry, because you got to find something for the tears, you know. Sure. Did you cry? No, it was a Dan Cook reference. Oh. It was a Dan Cook. Anyway, it's not. It doesn't matter. We'll do a Dan Cook review later. Does Dan Cook still, uh... Nope. He just I, I, I hope not. <laughs> you don't like Dan Cook? What? Jason was Just uh, <laughs> Dan Cook? Nope. Jason is so aggressive right now. He's like, you know what? Fuck Arlie. Fuck Dan Cook. Fuck, fuck, his face, fuck your face. Your microphone's I muted. I think this screw to Sean Connery is him, in him right yeah, now. This is right. the Sean Connery. Like, you know what? Fuck his face. <laughs> fuck his fuck this guy. This monster. So anyways, what's the next bullet point you got? <laughs> Alright, so sec- bondism number two. <laughs> We're only on the second bondism. Uh, there's a gold bullet uh, that killed his, his partner. Mm-hmm. Or 002. Yeah. Mm. And it went the wall. Number two. She snagged, <laughs> she snagged it out of the wall. And it's her belly button charm for when she sure. belly dances. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I almost said Sean. <laughs> James swallows it because he wants the, the bullet so he can sample it to get it. Uh, figure out where this golden gun comes from. Right. And she goes, ah, I've lost my charm. And he goes, not from where I'm standing. And he leaves. Yeah. Um, that one's Bond a little doesn't... weak. A little weak. No, that's what I said. Some of these Bondisms are rough. I mean, but yeah. Can, Honestly, they, they, they I, I, I like up. the... I like the build-up of it, you know, where it's yeah. like, it, it took that much for, like, he had to get it into his mouth, and then he had to beat the shit out of four guys. And he swallowed or two, it by whatever. when he got hit. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so did he have to poop it out, or? That's what he said. He goes, get me to a pharmacy, and then all of a sudden he's in Q's lab, and he's like. So he probably went to the pharmacy oh, to get some, you laxatives? know. It's, oh, so <laughs> that was the whole thing. Was it laxatives, was or con- did he get something we to induce vomiting? I was, gen- I was genuinely con- confused. Like, I was like, okay, so. Well, so I, it would have made more sense for him to throw it up, because oh, when you've good. consumed something that recently, you probably have a better chance of throwing it up than waiting. What about your metabolism moving, though, when you're beating the shit out of four guys? I'm no, just be, just questions. because of the so- it's, it's metal. You know, it's a okay. solid material, so your your stomach acids, there's no way you have enough time to process Listen, that. Jason, let me tell you, I've seen James Bond down three, four, I mean, up to eight martinis in like an hour. Sure. Okay, so this guy <laughs> is a heavy alcoholic. I've never seen him. His stomach once. acids. Well, luckily, his, his, stomach lining, his kidneys have I mean, his no involvement lining, in this process. I mean, he's probably got stomach lining like this, man. I'm just saying, he's, I mean, he's, he's built different. 
James Bond is built He's different. Built different. Sure. Let me tell you, this, never this, seen him drink a this will probably water. never come up again, but the I'm just built different is my least favorite <laughs> saying that anybody has ever heard. Charles, if you listen to this... You're laughing right now. I love I love that saying. I man. fucking hate I it. love it, man. Good I am. Man. I like making I, I like am. making fun of that statement to be honest, but yeah. I simply am, man. Built different. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So. Yeah, I do feel I, I can't say it out loud because I feel I So like what I was asshole. saying was But I, I mean when you're I mean online when you're beating somebody in a game. I know you don't play you know, game. You play a game, man. You're in the I mean you're fucking playing a goddamn shooter. You get an ace. Let's say you get an ace in Counter-Strike or an ace in Valorant or something. Man, I know you don't know what that is, but listen. When you get, like, you know, you get all the way in there. And your your brain is just... Here's doing, the problem. When I exceed... I know your brain does, when your I brain exceed, does this way more than me. When I exceed in those types of games, it's an accident. But you're not going, oops, you're going, built diff. I'm That's not. I'm, 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 I am going. There must have been an endless amount of miscalculations on the other guy's side You're that involved in my winning. Bro, go ahead. Next What's take? the next Bondism? <laughs> these, these Bondisms were weak. Because, and you know it's a Bondism the way they tee it up. Yeah. They, because, yeah, can, they, you know, it's kind of like zoom in on Bond. Like, it's it's a heavy tee. Yeah. So, anywho. Heavy tee. Uh, next tea. Bondism. Uh, the sinking ship that didn't sink. Is the the new MI6 yeah. uh, ba- embassy in China, if you will? I'm glad secret. I complained about that. About like, oh wow, it's I so convenient. I heard both you guys <laughs> doing it, and I was like, Damn, just wait, crazy. just wait. You're like, just uh, wait and see. And so Bond walks in, and he goes, you know, everything's like this, and he goes, it certainly gives you a new slant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love staging for stuff like that where they have to build things on a slant, and like yeah. you know, he's pulling himself into rooms and stuff. Yeah. It's very well, did fun you guys for them notice to actually... that the floors were straight, but just the walls were like curved. Well, that, and that's kind of how yeah. they build it, because like where they have like the desk and everything, and the guy sitting up. Obviously, that has to be straight, or things have to be bolted to the floor. So the way to make it look like it's slanted is to slant the walls rather than slant everything else. <laughs> Had yes. to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just I mean yeah. like. It and that's like that's a, that's what was so cool. Like practical effects from like seventies, eighties, nineties are so like big brain. You know, they did so much work. Yeah. Yeah. It had that like Alice in Wonderland effect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly. And I felt like I was uh, eating magic mushrooms. You know sure. what I mean? I mean that's excessive for the scene, but I can understand where you're yeah, coming from. Yeah, I mean, from. Like, you know, isn't that like what she does? She doesn't she like going like the uh, or what? Is, what does she eat? She she, she falls inside of a tree. Or does she, no, I mean when she's like becomes small. Oh, there, there's a like a potion, like a, like a tea or something. There's like, like a, a big tea? potion and a small potion. Is that a tea? I don't, I Maybe we should throw uh, Alice in Wonderland in this uh, series. Anyways, what's the next maybe. one? <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get to Alice. Maybe, possibly, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, so the next one, uh, he can't segue. I like that. Essentially, <laughs> essentially, Bond uh, disguises himself as Scaramanga because he slaps a third nipple on himself. Yeah, and, and uh, no, I would love to know what like, what the practicality of that was, or like like who he went to to, you know. Oh, he went to M. He just called Q and yeah, oh, he yeah. said M. Q or M? What's his? Q, what's what's like, the guy in the Q? He says he says I need to need this one thing, Q. We were talking about Sean Connery fucking people in the mouth, so we didn't. Uh, you guys didn't catch there's, it. Yeah, there's he definitely goes, small scenes. I miss a lot. He goes, I will need one thing, Q, and he writes it down, and he goes, he goes, really, 007? He goes. I know, quite perverted. It's, I don't know if he said perverted, but perverse or yeah, something, something along like that. Line, yeah. Yeah. Perverse but necessary, or something like that. Anyway, um, he gets out and uh, 
his buddy, Lieutenant Hip, is like, you know, did it work, blah, 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 you know. He's like, he must have found me quite titillating. Mm. Oh, that, that one got me good, because that was, that was like such a low brow. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, yeah, it was the, it was kind of a sucker punch. I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't love it. No. Like, I, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it just because it was a lowbrow. I feel like that was specifically for the... It was more the... of a Connery pun. Just more set a real high bar in Live and Let Die. And I, I feel like everything... Did... Well, I feel like we went two steps back with... That's, I mean, Roger Moore. And, 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 and the storytelling and the bondism, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want to criticize it too much because I know this was the last one in Fleming Road before he died. And I guess this book was the biggest like hit Yeah, as far as all the Bond books. And so then everybody was fucking like freaking out that this movie was coming out. So anybody that's like any Englanders, you know, or yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna anyway. get upset about your opinion, man. No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't want to. <laughs> so I'm not saying the movie shit. I just felt like Live and Let Die was really good, and then we I feel like we took a couple steps back in quality as well. Yeah. Well, we also haven't read the book. We got to remember that You're, too. Yeah, yeah. Like the books, right. the books, I guarantee you are a lot more kind of. You know, uh, specific yeah. like certain like scenes, but just yeah. but just the you know cinematic you know. interpretations and whatnot. Uh, Live and Let Die was definitely, I think, maybe a better interpreted. I would yeah, story. You have to cut some corners, obviously. Yeah, I would when love to read the like making the a film, not book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After seeing these movies, like it really would give me a, a different perspective on it. And just to give you a a newer example, because I know I've talked about this before. But Dune, mm-hmm. the movie that just came out, Dune, I'm sure everyone has at least uh, seen it in passing. Maybe not heard of it, but seen it in passing. Never heard of it, but seen it in passing. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard of it. I've seen it in but passing. But visually, that sounds familiar. <laughs> but I read the first I've seen book. a Dune. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a Dune is. A sand Dune? I once made love in a sand Dune. <laughs> okay, Sean. I once fucked a face in a sand dune. I raped six college girls in a dune. Alright. I once had <laughs> sex with a dune. <laughs> you know, a vagina kind of looks like a dune. <laughs> <laughs> Next bondism. Next bondism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, he's leaving. And uh, good night. Of course, her name's Goodnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Love that. Uh, kept thinking said, it was Midnight. Yeah, let's go ahead and yeah. confuse the audience. Let's yeah. do that. Huh? And uh, she's, she says, uh, he goes, Midnight Stack might be nice. And she goes, I'll keep the line properly chilled. And he says, and everything else warm, I trust. And she didn't take too kindly to that. Um, but she waited until he got into the car of the two young line, Chinese two young ladies yeah. uh, in the car. Keep everything warm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously a... Uh, it's like a, it's like a pretty, it's a Sean Connery, yeah type of. It was, yeah, he, he stepped know. back into Connery realm. On yeah, this one I felt like. I mean, um, like it. It's hard. It's hard to toe that line when you're going between like charming, and like creepy. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like. Sean Connery is like he's clawing around. All in time. in like the rapist territory. Yeah. Anybody he comes across, he's like. Do you want to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you know? Very, an evil man. You know? And Roger Moore, I think, wants to be a good person. I feel like it's just his voice. Because like, I feel like Sean Connery probably wasn't a bad dude. But that voice just, 
Just it works so much it's, better it's, with the the rapey personality. Dude, we're looking at '60s movies last week, and yeah. there's a Sean Connery movie called The Hill, mm-hmm. and like all we could think of was just Sean Connery sweaty going up the hill, going, "Oh, this fucking hill," <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's all we could think of. Just, oh, this fucking hill. An hour and a half of him like trying to overcome like a couple of sets of like sprints up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like wearing an army hat. He's like, oh, fucking god! You do want me to go back to the fucking hill? I just imagine him at like a like a like a Bob Evans or a fucking like an IHOP, and he's like trying to order some pancakes, and he's like, "Come here, whore! I mean, come here! Yes, I need I need your order. Yes, come here. Yes, yes. I would like. Yes, I would like three pancakes and a." Martini shaking us her. She's like, oh, oh, well, sir, this is, this is, sir, this is, we so don't, this is IHOP. We don't serve alcohol here. He's like, listen here, whore. Listen, I mean, bitch. I mean, yes, you monster bitch. I need you to. <laughs> no, you're right. You're listen, right. cow. You're right. Listen, cow. I need, cow. You, I need you to go ahead and get me <laughs> what I've ordered. That's all I got. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this one's a lot of I didn't write it down. Uh, is when he goes in there getting the bullet, right? He gets the bullet to the Q's lab, mm-hmm. and he says uh, they can't really identify where it came from, and he goes, you have no idea what it went through to get here, you know, with the whole getting shot through the yeah. back into the wall in her belly, swallowed, he swallowed it, he had to regurgitate the whole thing. Um, and then he goes to the source of the golden bullets, and uh, hands the rifle at the dude's crotch, and he goes, speak now, forever hold your peace. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that Wait, was pretty good. Did you guys good. notice that the subtitles even did the right piece? Yeah, the P-I-E-C-E. Yeah, P-I-E-C-E, yeah. yeah. I noticed that. I was like, huh. Honestly, that, that's no. a small thing I've always loved, and just the way that subtitles are usually based off of the script writing rather than, like, the actual live performance, because that's easier to do. Is that true? I didn't I Yeah, so, that. like, as, as far as, like, like when they write up, like, the subtitles for stuff, a lot of the times it'll be based off of, like, what the, like, final version of the script is versus... What the actual like final take of the scene is, which is why you're why you were also so, yeah some some words may be added or subtracted or just like rearranged yeah, slightly because you even said at one point you're like don't you love of course me sarcastic sarcastic you said don't you love when the subtitles don't match up yeah I, honestly I do because that's it, a thing you would never notice unless you you know <coughs> just habitually watch things on subtitles yeah which I, I watch I, subtitles every single right. time. Yeah, because or else they, they, you miss so many things. Like when I read quotes sometimes on here from Charles and Co, that's what they said. It's like, well, yeah, because like you know, I, I read. read it. Yeah, I know yeah. how to read. So I fucking, I fucking I, read. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. But that that helps with retention. I, I, I went too Harvard, too, so I so, um, I, I'm kind of com- comparable to Copernicus. So excuse me. Oh. I've read. I've read. The big yeah, yellow yeah. one is the sun. <laughs> it's, Reagan, yeah. It could be. It's possible, right? But have you been to the sun? That's the real question. Have you been to the sun? I want you to think real hard about that answer. I want you to think real hard about that answer. Let's move on to the next one. I'm hard. I'm hard. I'm going to fuck the sun in the mouth. (laughs) I'm going to come. (laughs) I'm going to go to space. And I'm going to come. I can't wait to isolate that audio track of I'm going to come. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if this is a Bondism, but I just find... I like that it goes with the theme of Bond just being misogynistic. He goes, women, walkie-talkie. And then uh, M tells Q to shut up twice, which I just thought was significant. And uh, then then we get to the end, 
and it's uh, they're in bed on on what's his face ship Scaramanga's ship, mm-hmm. and uh, the phone pops up and you go, oh something's come up, which you, you know yeah boner joke right? yeah nice <laughs> and uh, he answers the phone and it's fucking M. And you're like, well, how did M get the number to because scare Omega's ship? M, has, oh, access. Yeah, yeah. M okay. has access to every resource. It just wasn't convenient to access that resource yeah. until that moment. And so he goes, uh, he goes, uh, uh, yeah, I'll get her. Hold on. And he puts the phone over there, and they're making out. And he goes, 007, are you there? He's like, she's and coming. He answers, and he goes, she's just coming, sir. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, she goes, good night. Like, good yes, night. And good he night, hangs sir. up and he goes, Good night, sir. And he hangs up. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. And then the the one other Bondism, which I wrote at the bottom here because I didn't have any room. So it should have been before that last one. But uh, this is what you call Mexican screw off, gentlemen, which I did not like. Yeah, that one all. landed so poorly. It just wasn't good. It was a yeah. bad one. Did you get the one about the 69 where you both said nice at the same time? Which we thought, it wasn't was... quite a Bondism. We just both kind of said Yeah, it, it, they were just talking about 1969. Because that, that was, yeah, I was about to say that was when we were talking about double It would have been a, a car, right? There it would have been. No, it was no, I think 002, 002 got killed yeah. in Beirut oh, in 69. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. It nice. would have been a Bondism if, like, Bond was, like, nice. how erotic or some yes. shit like that. I would like know? to take Money Penny in the back office and perform. <laughs> Now I uh, listen. So real Money quick, Penny reporting I, for sixty nine. And now that I think I'm in that phase now where Sean Connery has become like aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like yeah. He's like, you know, I, I don't like aggressive Sean Connery. I like the calm, smooth, collected Sean. Yeah. You know. But like near the end, it was just a lot of drinking and like. He, he, right. So like, he I just see he was much more belligerent of like taking women by the yeah, arm yeah, and he shit was like, like that. Come on, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean whore. I mean whore. Yeah. Which he never said. He <laughs> just, never, clear, yeah, he never just to said. be clear, in no Bond movie did James Bond ever go, "I'm gonna fuck her in the mouth, bitch." I mean whore. Never called her bitch. Never called her whore. Uh, he did smack a woman. He did. Um, and he grabbed a woman by the arm. Very these these are just interpretations but that live rent-free in our head. Lazenby was the first Bond to slap a woman, just mm. to be clear. First and only. Well, then, well, Con- I, then Connery did it, and then Roger Moore did it. Why did they Roger, keep that scene? Man? That was a 70s thing, apparently, of the slapping of women. as something I read. It was more of a 70s trope, slapping mm. women. So. But like, really? what, what, what was the trope serving? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know maybe, what they're doing. It's yeah, the maybe. same reason J.W. Pepper's called everybody pointy heads. Yeah, you're right. You're and he right. called an elephant a cotton picker. Maybe we'll like, look into I that. Don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I mean, technically, yeah, he was picking was, his pocket. That was so fucked. And, it was like, I don't so know why. It just felt so fucked. It, well, because it, I mean... Here's the but thing. it's an elephant. You can't be racist against an elephant. Right. But like, I just knew it in my bones that that, that was a that fucked was up thing. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to hate that elephant. I knew it. I knew the elephant. The second the elephant came in the scene, I was like, yeah, your purpose is not going to like this. <laughs> yeah. And he said, and of course, oh, that motherfucker right there. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my. It's rough. Yeah, Genevieve was not the kindest. So, now we'll get to the beginning of the movie. Now. Excellent. We did the plot. Is 43 Only 43 minutes, minutes in. Yeah, we'll get to the beginning of the movie. This is how we movie. like to start the podcast, man. This is just an introduction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just found the opening sequence so odd. Like, his little fun house. Deal. I don't know why that got... What was that? Was that... Let me... Real quick, let me just ask because you guys might have the answer. Mm-hmm. So my perception of it was that he was just some goon 
that they they paid him to maybe like enter the fun house and try to find him and kill him. Yeah. yeah, like that's why he had the money in this thing, and that's so why TikTok took the. So Scaramanga is obsessed with kill. Like he loves to kill. Sure, right? he has a golden gun. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah. as with every James Bond person ever, there's the theatric involved with it. Right. This well, guy. This yeah, guy loves I mean, the. Yes. He just, he loves the thrill of the chase, right? Like any good, you know, uh, psychopath. Yeah. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So his deal is, um, he's also made this deal with. Uh, knickknack. Knickknack. You know, let's talk about Knickknack for a second, man. I think yeah. we need to talk about Knickknack. And his brother. <laughs> good old Pattywick. Yeah, good old Pattywick. Where's old, mom? The She's giving old, the dog a bone. The, uh, Where's dad? He's rolling home. Don't worry, he'll be here soon. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I imagine Pattywick as like an Irish bodybuilder yeah just like know? an inversely giant like of a man yeah like complete opposites yeah. like, it's like knickknack Nick Nick is small, a little person and a small chinese man as you know little people were exploited in older cinema and they were and i mean there was no there was no whole you know i don't know what the saying is i think it's no holes barred or whatever it is there's no holes barred they, they yeah. went straight out and they were calling him the m word i mean every chance they, they got the M word. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. It. I mean, yeah, like, I heard N, and I was yeah, like, no. No, they, you they, and I watched. They definitely called him like a midget yeah, yeah. on a yeah. couple occasions. I mean, like gonna... grand scheme of things, like I didn't feel like he was like demeaned on a lot of occasions. I feel like James, when they were in uh, the boxing match, like he kind of made a few comments that were kind of like talking down to him. But overall, like Nick Nack's character wasn't really insulted for being. Have we ever heard the word fake? So, because he calls him that, he does okay. call him that. I heard yeah. Fink in the intro to Fallout New Vegas, uh-huh. uh, where the guy sh- who shoots you in the head in the intro sequence says, "I ain't a Fink, dig." And Ooh. that made me think a Fink was in relation call, more so call, to uh, like a snitch or something yeah, like I'm that. So, um, and that, that's more so what I was thinking it was was like a like a snitch or more so like a person who was like messing up the plan kind of thing. Mm. Good. Okay. Good, well, see, that would make Good. sense. Good. I didn't know if it was some midget slur that I was going to get. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, honestly, I would have to really hope that there isn't, like, a long list of midget slurs. Oh, Jesus. I don't think we should be saying I midget, man. I think, like, you know. A, a little person. Yeah. A little person. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, I would hope. Yeah, we're yeah. hoping a lot of people can hear us, right? Yeah, I yeah I hope a lot of people. I mean, there's I I, I hope it's clear that there's never been any hatred in, in what <laughs> we're doing here. We 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 no, feel no, 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 there's no hatred. There's no there's hatred no, towards midgets. There's no misogyny. You know what I mean? like, midgets are cool, right? Like, yes. We like midgets. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, we live in Columbus, Ohio. We don't see a lot of midgets. I'm sure if you live in LA, LA's probably got a lot of midgets. Yeah, I mean, like I know you're questioning him, but listen. No, I'm questioning the fact that you're now localizing. Uh, little say, people to attempt. Let's say Portland too. Let's say Portland. Too. What's the next bullet point? <laughs> so I'm a great fall guy. What we were I'm saying was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what so what we were I was saying. saying was, he's got this deal worked out with Nick Nack. Mm-hmm. Patty Whack is his last name. No, uh, it's not. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> he has the deal worked out that. You know, if one of these hitmen kills Karamanga, mm-hmm. then Nicknack gets everything. Mm-hmm. Like the whole island, the whole shebang. The whole thing. Right? Pretty slick deal. And obviously Nicknack wants that. Of course. So, and, but 
Skirmenga likes, you know, to play this challenge game because he likes the chase, as we said. And so basically, Nick brings him in, gives him half the money, and says, you know, you get the other half if you succeed, right? And so, dude comes in and tries to kill him, but Skirmenga has the advantage of it's his fun house, but Nick hides his gun. You know, so he's got to go through the fun house, find his own gun, and then he's got to shoot the dude. Mm-hmm. So, the reason those hitmen come, and he gives them half the money and says half after, is because Nick is like, well, if you do it, I'll have the fortune. I'll give you the other half of the money, and Scramanga likes the challenge. That's and it the was, reason for and it was even evident by the end of that intro sequence that Scramanga was like pretty much in on it, and he was like, oh, like, Nick you'll have to do better than that. Yeah. Like, this wasn't and enough of a challenge. Yeah. 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 So, and, and there's almost, like, that nice back and forth that it's, like, their goal is kind of still the same, even though they're in kind of almost, like, this, like, uh, you know, like, servant-master kind of partnership. Yeah. Um, that they're still going towards the same type of end goal, where Scarmango's probably going to have the most fun of actually being killed. Yeah. But. The other, the, that's an odd dynamic, because you figure Nick just knows the whole, uh, uh, the the grounds yeah the premises, the layout, yeah right well yeah because he gets and like his little like, peak hole that goes through and like a couple places he's got all these and he cameras has so many peak holes yeah so many people well he, and he, you know he's talking to them and like basically egging on whoever the would be assailant is yeah this is not about agar of agar of honors honors you know what I mean oh you know, let's talk about Tabasco product placement right? mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 makes Tabasco on a plate and it's just he's like uh, <laughs> knick knack Tabasco and then Nick Nick doesn't even, he, or Scramanga doesn't even want the Tabasco. Yeah. Like, Nick Nick walks it out to the girl. I was like, what's she going to put it on her fucking Sponsored by suntan lotion? Yeah. It's like, no, we just wanted it on a plate. We don't care. Props to Tabasco for having the same labeling for Absolutely. 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've had the same labeling for so fucking long. Because it was yeah. easily recognizable in 2021. Yep. It's 2022. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't yeah. question that. That's yeah. the year it's in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. So goddamn, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know that we had any more that we were going through on that. Yeah. All right, we can go to the next. Sure. Did we have an original, an original song? Did we? Yes, yes we saw an original, original song. song. That was our opening scene. We just kind of get introduced to Nick Nack and Scramanga, and he, that he has a third nipple, and there's a gorgeous well, girl on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be a Bond movie without a couple gorgeous gals. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> a couple gorgeous gals. Yeah. And uh, then we have our original song, opening credits. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Live and Let Die, but still, no. still pretty interesting and a fun fact that we <laughs> looked up <laughs> about yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. So, so looking it up there, I was trying to find something out about uh, uh, Christopher Lee, uh, who plays as uh, Scaramanga, but uh, uh, the uh, the lady that they used in like the uh, the theme, so like the sequence where it was the naked lady. Apparently, because they had... as with any Bond opening sequence, it's a bunch of kind of you know shaky light stuff barely covering the features of yeah. the ladies and it's just a bunch of naked ladies running around so with with one of the the you know scenes they have the naked lady and her uh, her her pubic hair was a little bit more vertical than they were really interested in the scene for what would had the cover-up had to be so apparently they put like vaseline into her pubic hair to kind of like straighten it out so that it wouldn't be as uh i guess jarring and easier to cover up with like the the post effects there um, and I'm, I'm going to forget exactly what it was, but there was some 
uh, like quip or comment that was made to the producer, be like, oh, that's not something the producer usually gets to see, you know, when they were rubbing Vaseline on this girl's bush, <laughs> trying to get it down for the scene. So, so the producer, you know, the producer had a bombism of his own. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I, I thought that was kind of a funny touch. Yeah. She probably did too. I mean, like, you don't think they had the technology back then to be like, hey, can you just like trim those down? You didn't have to have like a whole team bring out Vaseline and be like, "What's I gotta?" Well, because the light, hey, hey, gotta respect the bush, you know. But he's like, "Hey, yeah, you think I'm gonna?" What do you think? It's like a like, cultural thing. I worked hard on this bush. I mean, it's not like asking like, I mean, fuck, like you're in a goddamn major motion picture. I think we should be able to ask you to. Well, what's easier though? You get Vaseline real quick and you just, or you think like. Okay, I'm gonna bring the clippers out. Oh, thank you. Get a broom and dustpan. Then we get you know what I mean. A broom, a broom and dustpan. Like, you have oh, Vaseline on hand, but not clippers on hand. I just wouldn't tell the general public like, oh yeah, well like you remember those pubes? Yeah, those pubes are pretty cool. We actually put a bunch of Vaseline on those. Yeah. Oh, why? Grand because scheme we of things, that lazy. does sound more ridiculous than them just trimming it down right now. But it could have been a lie. Yeah. Well, that that was IMDb. That was. I mean, that, that had to have been at least. I just think like, yeah, I think it would be. I think it would just be more simple and maybe even more elegant. It depends what you have on hand. That's what I'll say. You don't come on, Tyler. Do you think they had? Do you think they had more Vaseline or more Clippers on hand? <laughs> <laughs> this is like that question. Do you think there's more tires or doors? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, or windows or doors. Whatever the fuck yeah, the question yeah. is. It's like there's uh, definitely more windows. Than listen, doors. man, look I'm at a skyscraper. Saying, that's a good question. In 1975, did they have <laughs> the, was there or, more Vaseline or Clippers? Yeah, I mean, did they have the? I don't even. Uh, this might be a. This is really stupid, but did they have the technology to just be able to like the same kind of Clippers we had, or did they have some machine that was like? What's the next bullet point? That's not that stupid of a question. <laughs> or did I mean, someone have to come in with scissors? Yeah, did sure. They, if they even, yeah, yeah. No, that's valid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure like our hair cutting technology is a little <clears throat> bit more advanced than 1975, but I don't know. Well, there certainly wasn't Manscaped in 1975. That's Damn right, a, there wasn't Manscaped. Uh, but you know where is Manscaped? <laughs> Real quick, quick pause. There's the manscape. <laughs> <laughs> if that ever becomes a thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll put that right there. Perfect. Sponsored by... <laughs> I'm forgetting who the people who do the manscaping thing is. Manscaped. Oh, shit! <laughs> it's literally called Manscaped, yeah. Oh. <coughs> yeah. So, uh, if the fight in uh, the Belly Dancer's dressing room was Sean Connery, Sean Connery would have been captured. I feel like the fighting has gone up a level with Roger Moore. He doesn't. Just, That's also a lot more He doesn't violent. get like hit in the neck and just like oh man. yeah. Now like, 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 don't underestimate the fact that that happened later on in the movie where it was a single strike that pretty much incapacitated him. But right, like yeah. he's in this fucking small space, and it was cool. It was a cool fight scene. Yeah, and of course he's fighting ninjas, so like there's no challenge for him, and he's like. Smacking their heads into the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, no. Yeah, Roger got like abused in that scene. Like, he he, did, yeah, he, he got good. he got like punched and kicked into a wall, and then like grabbed his hair and like was just smashing his head into the he wall. Got, he was put in a chokehold at one point and was choking on the wall. Picked up some aerosol. Yeah, he picked up the aerosol can. Sprayed some guy in the face. I mean, he was really going real. He was really he went giving it to him. Very, yeah. very violent. That, that was survival instinct, like of just I'm getting out of here. Which I like. I honestly, I honestly like that fight scene. 
Yeah. I don't it's, know if it was a... It's kind of nice where it's like fighting for your life rather than just, oh, I'm superior right. than you. I'm like, just going to kick your ass and leave now. Yeah, yeah. like the Austin Powers judo chop. Yeah. It's like just to get Jiro through you. There's, just there's definitely a novelty you, in, let me do some fucking in the struggle. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's some... Yeah, for sure. It's like, okay, I've got my life on the line. And at this point, the movie's doing good. Yeah. Doing all right. We are 17 minutes into it, so... Listen, we got some time. We her name time. is her name is Goodnight. Wow, and Bond isn't interested. That's different. <laughs> yeah, that yeah was he, that. he was nothing but like dismissive towards her in that uh, like that first interaction at yeah. the hotel. Yeah, I didn't necessarily. I don't think I like. It's so nice to see you, James, and he's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's like, like talks yeah. to the doorman or whatever, and yeah. I didn't necessarily like the way that they uh, set up this. His like. If if he's gonna have a female, you know, that follows compatriot, him around, yeah. compatriot, whatever, he's gonna have a you know a sex partner, yeah, a rape victim. Well, it, it, at least Goodnight was uh, a little bit, I guess, longer standing and like useful, like towards the end half of the movie. Yeah, like when she got locked in the trunk. Yeah, but like she at least was. <laughs> it's not useful. <laughs> It's not useful, but at least it, it led to a little bit of like a plot point for like, oh, like James really she needs to go bit. to that island to she rescue did have a her. Device on her. Yeah. 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 Um, so it, at least that led to something, and that that kind of uh, we'll, we'll com- I'll complain about this later as far as disposable women. Yeah. Uh, but it, it it helped her maybe be less disposable uh, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, but what was the point of the other chick then? Just to make her jealous. Well, I mean, she we'll, wanted, we might be able to get there later, but I'm just saying. The like, point of that chick was that, that she was with Scaramanga. She didn't want in the you know hold of Scaramanga, and she complains to James, like, "Oh, doesn't he?" <laughs> he makes some comment about you know them being lovers, and he's like, "She goes only when he's about to kill." So she's like mad because she doesn't fuck unless he's about to kill somebody, and then ah, oh, that was gonna sneeze. Get it, man. Look at the sun. Look at the sun. Look at the light. You got it, man. You got it. It went away. Dude, uh, don't tell me, man. Uh, so. I hate that, man. <laughs> you gonna be okay? Did you just get emotional? Because I couldn't sneeze. <laughs> I hate oh, that, I man. hate I that, hate man. That. Gosh. How are we ever gonna get past this? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so he. So she's with Skirmanga, and then. It was revealed we were also then talking about Sean Connery fucking people in the mouth. <laughs> so we missed the part. I mean, I watched it alone first, so I've caught it. But she's talking about that, and she, she reveals that she sent the bullet with 007 on it, and she had to get Skrmanga's fingerprints on it, which wasn't easy for her to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said it because she wanted Bond alerted. She wanted Bond to investigate and save her. Uh, which again goes back to the whole ridiculous premise that <laughs> the international man of mystery type deal. You know, everybody knows Bond, and they're even talking to, to High Fat, which is a ridiculous thing. Uh, he's talking to him, and he's like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, Bond, well known, yeah. And he's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's like, that's not a great point. That's not a good thing for the secret agent. Well, no, because well High known. Fat, he said, like, should I know him? 
Like, High Fat had no idea who the fuck 007 was. And, and, and 007's then, like, yeah, and that was yeah you should know him. He's, and that, he's pretty awesome, actually. And, like, and that was kind of a funny scene where he's, like, trying to, like, he's talking himself he's talking up via that. third party, you know. He's like, oh, he's, he's a big fucking deal. You, <laughs> yeah, I, you haven't heard good. of him? Even by Weird. my standards, he's uh, pretty cool. All he did was cool. throw a third nipple on. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just threw a third nipple on and was like, okay, yeah. It's like peeling off in this scene. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah, and so if he's run. undercover, the fact that you'd be talking, you don't know who James so Bond is? when like, he had the third nipple on, is he triple O seven? Nice. Yeah. I like that. It's good. It's good. That was good. Do I get one more of these? Thank you. So the point of her... Because well, you don't like, have a mystery without her. You're, yeah. I'm just saying the way he generally like treats women is generally shitty. The last movie he treated her pretty nice, right? Like There's, he's he's getting bad. his way up in like the like whole like you know like actually like treating women with respect, right? Yes. But this movie he was just like stay out of the covers, whore. Like like <laughs> he went back. It is yeah, funny. and we talked this about kind of that like scene of you know the woman's already in the bed, but then the woman walks in the room and he like covers her up, and then he's like. Yeah, he almost got me. That's why I go with the old three pillow trick, and he's really smacking like, smack her. her on the ass and then in the at, sheet. And most of the movie, she was just kind of stuck in the trunk of a car, and yeah, she he had to go save her. But yeah, the trunk okay, of now, a car in the closet. Now yeah. and yeah, and now, now she's like saving the day by. She like, has to sleep in the some... closet while he bangs. The yeah, for two hours. <laughs> for two, two hours. hours. Right. So it's like, and I, I'm excited to see what what comes next because I want to see if there's another helpless. Person stuck in a closet. Yeah, that's becoming the Roger Moore yeah, trope. Yeah, that yeah. he Roger always Moore. throws some woman in the closet because he's just getting so <laughs> well, much now, fucking now, tail. Well, now, kids off a of boat. Yeah, yeah granted, live and let die. She boats. guided herself to the closet, and then Money Penny just kept it on the hush hush. Yeah, and, yeah. And this, yeah, one, yeah, and this yeah, one, he kind of threw her in the closet, but yeah. Do you think they have like a like a um like a focus group where they were like, okay, watch this movie, and we'll see like what reactions you give. Like at certain points, and they were like, "Okay, so this works." Oh, they all liked uh, people being thrown in closets. That's yeah. <laughs> that seems really yeah, cool. Keep, keep that. So a lot of like, novelty in yeah, like, like, yeah. the racist uh, Louisiana vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like. But what do they like about them? They well, kept calling them pointy hats, and they laughed. But I don't know why. So we're just gonna let it. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna like, keep going with that. Do yeah. they like the fact that he was the only good part about that scene, or do they like his racist comments? Hmm. Well, what year is it? 1974? Yeah, it was probably the racist comments. <laughs> uh, it was all the racism. We decided. It was tons of it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the secret base, it's a cool idea. I mean, we kind of covered the secret base thing. Yeah. Secret uh, base was neat. New slam. Uh, I feel like more and more the later we go in these movies, M just always seems kind of dumb. Like when he's asking about stuff, he's like, "Well, why is that?" And then like everybody's always like explaining everything to him. Yeah. And then then he just becomes like belligerent, where he tells Q to shut up twice in the scene. Yeah. I just find that funny how because like he used to be kind of like he would challenge 007 a little bit, and then 007 would show him up because he's like, "Oh, don't you know anything about brandy, you dumb fuck?" And butterflies, <laughs> you know? right? Like and butterflies. Don't you know your butterflies, like, you yeah. dumb shit? Yeah. It was it was it was very intimate. You know, that's yeah. a very good relationship. But now I'm just kind of like, all right, what? Has Tell me. He's an old yeah. man. He's like, what's what's going on right now? It's almost yeah. like an impatience with the, like, I'm no longer fit for this game. Just move on with, you yeah. know, the theatrics and let's just yeah, like it's a man, accomplish our mission. It's a yeah. man ready to retire and James is the one who's going to take his position. And it's pretty haywire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we meet Chu Me. When he has the third nipple. 
Very, which <laughs> definitely, and then the wine bottle later is Fiuk, which like, Fuyuk. right, right, yeah. Fuyuk, so then it's, and of course, Roger Moore's like, Fuyuk, and I don't know, so, and definitely, like, oh, very good, definitely the combination is where you get the Fukumi, and <laughs> Fuck you, Fuck you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. We might have to pause and do Austin Powers like after Spy Who Loved Me, just out of respect for Spy Shack. There's right? probably yeah, like a a proper time for something in that movie that like we probably I don't know. We should probably get through Roger Moore, and then do Spy Shag. Fair. And then once we get, I don't know. Once we get through the Brosnan and Craig, do we do the third one or do we go? We don't have to talk about it now. Um, I'm Dutch thing like gold member. It's kind of like... Goldfinger. Well, obviously based on Goldfinger, but like... I feel like... I don't know. I mean, we could just spend a weekend and be like, alright, let's watch these two and then we can put them out whenever. I was just kind of like spacing them out amongst the series so we can find out where we get all the yeah, tropes. I think, yeah, I, mean, like, I like the spacing person. Space them out and then before we do like the new movies, just don't even do any more before the new movies. Because the new, I feel like the new so movies... So you think like after are, Brosnan... Are, just like I don't see. I don't know. Like the order, order. you probably you know you obviously know the order. Connery, Moore, Dalton, Brosnan, Craig. Okay, so yeah, and after the broad until once we get to Craig, no more. I mean, obviously, so like after the Brosnan. So after Brosnan, do three. Yeah, yeah. Or we could do it after Dalton, and then because Brosnan kind of works into that. They they start in the okay, 90s. so then, yeah, after the Dalton, and Dalton. yeah, we got so the Brosnans in the nineties. We, the last, yeah, we've got we've got, we've got, got some got time. Got yes, time, yeah. the last Brosnan one is 04, and then into Craig. So. I've never seen any. The I've seen all the. Yeah. I've seen the Demon They're alright. They're, they're, they're alright. They're decent. They're decent. They're fun. Uh, at least I'm Die not, Another Day I'm, is. But... I'm not like a big action movie person. Man. Yeah. Like, I just don't. Die Another Day is the first time you see, like, one of the sweet fucking Aston Martins. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, like, ice hotel. It's pretty sweet. But. Moving on. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Of course, the nieces of Lieutenant Hip end up being, like, karate champions, and that's why they're with them, apparently. Yeah, and, and but it's just funny of, like, thinking about this international spy, and then this lieutenant, who's, like, working with MI6, and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I gotta drop my nieces off. No, just, yeah, just get in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, when I watched that, I was really confused. I was like, why, why are there just two, like, schoolgirl, like, Chinese ladies in yeah. the back of this vehicle? Yeah, like, it was a little weird. And then... They show up later and they just slay fucking ass. They turn out to be like yeah. thirty fucking trained, like in I, I don't know if it's karate or kung fu, you know whatever they were doing there. Well, they, yeah, the, the the two gals were trained and they, they their father owned a karate school. A karate school is what the guy yeah. said. I don't know if we're all karate there yeah. or what's going on, but but boy, did they just fucking lay just ass! Wept all these dudes' asses that were like supposedly these yeah <laughs> super trained fighters. Um. That dojo was lit, though. There was literally a death within, like, the first five minutes of James waking up there, and it made no sense. Like, they don't just kill James. They go, don't kill him on my property. Take him to school. There's there's always a theatric involved. (laughs) If you guys would just kill him, (laughs) like, this movie's over now. This series would have been dead in the 70s. Fucking Knickknack was gonna kill him right there with a pitchfork. In the fucking courtyard, and they're just like, no, 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 not here. 
mean, you know what we need to do is he needs to... We need to, to send him to Macau. Yeah, we send him to Macau. He needs to fight a bunch of guys. Or well, how long is that going to take? 27 hours by flight. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, he'll be somehow passed out he'll for all be, of it. He'll yeah. be drinking a martini in his right hand and then uh, handcuffed in his left. It'll be okay. He'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Make sure... No, yeah, of course you have to serve a martini. He's James fucking Bond. James That's Bond. Why. You gotta give him yeah, or, or, you'll remember we talked about this in the last movie. There was like a contract they had, uh, like Enterprises had to sign. Like these are the minimum accommodations <laughs> for yeah, yeah. For someone you're about to kill. It's like you definitely gotta give them like a martini. Yeah, to offer. You have to feed them. You have to feed yeah. them. If they come and like, would you know, like to see my bayou? Yes, it's, it's gigantic. Yeah, if you come and ra- if they come in raggedy clothes, they have to be they have to be spruced up. Yeah. You know, give them give them the proper facilities. Your finest linens. Yeah, give them the proper facilities and, and linens to to really you know dress up that death. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, fucking theatrics. Real quick, you can cut this if you want to, but. Could you imagine, like, writing a movie, like, you know, writing the script for, like, almost like a Freddy versus Jason scenario, uh-huh. but it's more like every other James Bond versus Sean Connery, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, like... But, like, Sean Connery still has, like, like, the generic judo chop powers over yeah, everything. Yeah, and, like, and all he does is drink the whole movie, you know what I mean? And, like, just, everybody else is, like, <laughs> actually doing spy shit, like, you know, like, They're, smoking in the streets and shit, you know what I mean? That would be actually be like a pretty good novelty. They, like, sneak in his window and he's just drunk. Yeah, he's just, uh, wow, what the fuck are <laughs> you doing here? Get out of my apartment. And that's that's how it would have to be. It would like, have to Sean be like a, a like, rated R uh, yeah, you know, yeah. skit thing where Sean Connery would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know. I'm going to fuck you in the face. And they've all got guns <laughs> They walk them. up with guns. And then Connery just, like, just goes, chop, ah! Yeah, kicks, ah! chops it out of their hand. He's like, get out of here, idiots. <laughs> just, just <laughs> I'm Connery. trying to drink and sleep. <laughs> And get out and of rape. Here. Yes, I've got some. To listen, tomorrow shit. I've got some rape. He's like these classic moves always used to work. He's just yes. getting his fucking ass beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this shit be at him. Oh man, that'd like, be a script. Oh yeah. All right, next Bondism. No, no, <laughs> just no. Just next no. bullet point. Next we're bullet past the point. Bondism. Sorry, we're next doing bond point. point. Yeah, bond next point. bond point. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So then his friend just drives away. Yeah, yeah. We escape in the dojo. They got lots of room for these karate guys leaving. And it's just like, they're just like, no, we got to get to the mandatory boat scene. Yeah. Well, the the girls crossed the bridge and then James went to like the apex of the bridge because it was kind of peaked up. And then he beat up one additional bad guy. Throw a guy off the bridge. And that took up so much time that there was no, they were incapable of waiting the like two and a half seconds for Bond to get in the vehicle. So yeah. they had to leave immediately. I don't think it took... Because he touched the car door. It I didn't know. take up that And I was stuff. like, dude, why? And like, Because they're like screaming and he's just like... Just driving. Uh, what the fuck? And he... I mean... He's, he's like, I gotta protect my nieces. I don't know. I'm just saying, if my, if my friend, my contact, or what, I mean, whatever you want to call him, if, if I'm... If you're driving... I'm complaining about that guy. There's gonna be I mean, a complaint. I mean, shit, that car was... But, like, it's like, okay, like, unlock it, let's go. Like, you're yeah, slowing yeah. down That a car was bit. four feet tall, though. Like, I would have hopped on top of it, and we would have just... For sure, but... I mean, I guess James is more of a boat guy. Yeah. Point, you know what I mean? He's, so he, he has established himself as a boat man. He's a boat. Yeah. But, apparently, there's a fact where he he was, uh... When he, one of the scenes he fell in, apparently, uh... They just kind of throw dead people down in those waters, and he 
it said <laughs> Roger Moore made the mistake opening his eyes when he was down there, and there's like all these bodies out there. He's like, oh fuck. Oh, like actually dead whoa, bodies. Whoa, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Apparently, wherever they filmed that, that was like just, just a like body dump. They're dead in the water over there. I guess it was in. Ro- I read that it was in Roger Moore's memoir uh, when I was reading about this movie on his Wikipedia page. What? There, yeah. That's a bit fucked so. there, mate. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. fucked, yeah, man. And like, that he also did not Where like, was that at? Where? Apparently like, it was in his memoir. Somebody no, I'm not, I'm not, took the thing. Where did they... I mean, like, where, where was that shooting, where was taking, that shooting place? taking place? Oh, God. We might have to... We can... Do we, can we can... Was it in uh, Macau? <laughs> it must have been Macau. It was either in Macau or it was in Hong Kong or it was in... And it, it, this is off the IMDb, you know, trivia things. His autobiography, Sir Roger Moore, said that when they were filming the boat chase on the... On the uh, Klongs, he fell in twice. What the Klongs means? Uh, the first was on purpose because they told him not to do it. And the second time was by accident. On the second fall, Moore made the mistake of opening his eyes underwater and saw what the local undertakers did with the bodies of the less fortunate. Conversely, this is the only Sir Roger Moore Bond movie where the Bond character is not drenched in water in some way. It still didn't say. Because there was dead bodies in the water? Yeah, it said the river or something. Then why the fuck did they film there? Like, I'm just saying. It was just the right scene. It was the right locale. They were like, (laughs) There it is. Yes. Got it. They were like, listen, we've only got one chance at this shot. Right. We've got only. Would you capture it? What's our budget? Would you let it slip? What's our budget? (laughs) Well, what did the last movie make? Oh, what's our budget? It's like. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like. Get a. Get somewhere where there's not Shoot the fucking body. Shoot the... You know... Get in the fucking wall. Get in the fucking... Yeah. Shit. I mean, if, if I was Roger... Yeah, if I was Roger water. Moore, I would have been like, are there dead bodies down there? And be like, I guess I'm just not opening my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, why do you have to open... He said accidentally. Anyway. Accident. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> I don't know, a dead body. It was... It was but I did say somewhere... Says. I can't find where the thing is. I don't remember where the thing is, but he said that he didn't want to throw the kid off the boat. He said he... He did not want to do that. Yeah, and I mean, it just uh, it just looked bad. You know, the kid jumped off the other boat, swam to his boat. Tried like, to I'll give you stuff. 20,000 baht if you'll... Make this boat move. Yeah, boat go faster or whatever. And he's like... Exactly. And he's like, 20,000! He's like... Okay, and then... Oh, yeah! Throws yeah. the fucking kid <laughs> By off. the end of the movie... It looked bad, and it was funny that uh, J.W.'s wife ended up buying the elephant that yes. he was trying to sell. That he was... Tr- yeah, yeah. But obviously from another... Vendor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, a friend left with that. Um, Did the Kid Dirty, The Return of J.W. John J.W. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I mean, I hate him, but, like, it's the same thing. It's one of those love-hate relationships. He's, he's a novelty character, right? Yeah, now, yeah, he so. is. Because, like, like if, you, if I were to know... If J.W. was in this room right now... I just would I would ignore him because he'd be I mean he'd be, you know what this I mean? would be an uncomfortable podcast though. very uncomfortable <laughs> where we're, yeah we're just sitting it's here a JW and now a word from JWs now a word from JWs stupid party heads yeah um, yeah that's what he says and then, so I said this bitch why didn't she just tell him that you know she uh, she wanted him to rescue rescue her when she first met because here he goes in the hotel and by the way see a nip. When she's in the shower. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah I, I love how Bond just lets shit. himself into women's hotel rooms. 
And well, then he's like, I'm going to watch you shower and then say hello because women respond positively to that. Yeah. And then when she's all like freaked out, he's like, oh, got a water pistol there, huh? Yeah, it's a water gun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so anyway, we did the frame by frame and there's a, there's definitely a, a brief, there's definitely a, a brief boob. Nip. We, we, there's yeah. boob, but we couldn't agree on the net. I, I thought there may have just been the coloration of the tile that's in the mm-hmm. back wall. Which, um, I'm open to, yeah. I'm very open to because yeah. you were, it, right. it was a very it dark move. colored nipple and it just, it didn't seem like it fit, but it's up. very possible. For sure. For sure. It's definitely open to speculation. I'm going with nip. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so he, she like makes him drag this information out of her, like he literally twists her arm and shit, and, uh, and then they and drink champagne. At there the was end. a Sean Connery Vietnam she, flashback there for a yeah. moment, and then they go. Then she comes to his hotel room later in the movie, and she's like, "I sent the bullet. I wanted you to rescue me." He's like, "Bitch, he was in your hotel room. You like, like we could have done this. done this whole bit." Already, like we could move. Well, along. especially because they they were already on amicable terms. He was like, "No, you still do the transaction. Like, I I need him to be there so I can follow it and do the rest of my part." Like, she could have spilled every bean, and then he'd be better prepared for the rest of this. And and she just kind of let it be, like, "Oh, well, I don't know." Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm a disposable uh, woman. I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably be shot later. Yeah, I will be shot later. And then. He gets he gets good night out of the closet after he spends two hours banging uh, the other gal. Good for him. And like he like goes to kiss her and then you know she walks out and I'm like I think Connery could have banged the second gal. Yeah. Oh for sure. Connery would have pulled it off. Different breed. Yeah. Built different. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I said that's enough JW Pepper now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had our fill of JW We talked about the Get car flip Oh, car plane uh, Oh, dude We need to know more about this car plane because well, I just don't just think a, RC a car? car cannot get fast Obviously a car can't get yes. fast enough To be able to like, reach flight But they did a great job At making it yes. look good I mean, it looked, it looked soft So the movie Man with the Golden Gun uh, villain Francisco Scaramanga flies an AMC Matador Coupe. The Matador was produced by the American Money, blah, 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 blah. Ah, fuck, come on, where's the thing? Well, it is the highlight part. I just thought there was a little more context on it. Ah, fuck it. Alright, so the actual machine was not airworthy and could only make a 500 meter flight. Uh, 500 meters is still pretty significant for yeah, a shot. 1,640 feet, it says. I mean, so a meter long on a fucking bike hill. So a meter long remote controlled scale model built by John Steers was used for the film's aerial sequence. Mm -hmm. One of these models is on display at the Designing 007 exhibitions around the world. And I'm sorry, what was the scale? It was a so a meter long, thirty nine inch remote controlled scale model was built by John Steers was used for the film aerial sequences. So, basically, a little car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, meter long is still yeah, a decent size. Thing. I mean, you could tell it was kind of, like, toy size. It was, yeah, you were like, you're looking scene, at it, and you're like, well, that one, that's not it. Yeah. But they, good effort on yeah. them. Right? So. Yeah, they did a good Well, and, yeah. and just in the transition of seeing, like, how they assembled it, uh, you know, pretty hastily in the, uh, the barn. Yes. Or whatever it was, you know, and then it yeah. shoots off, you know. Like it, it didn't look too bad, but yeah, it looked a little toyish once it was actually 
the scenes where I was flying in the air. Yeah. Why does every James Bond, like, all their hangers look like barns? Have you ever noticed that? Like, they've yeah. all got a hay in them. He, he well, does. He a does barn would naturally have hay in it, right? I mean, like, naturally have hay. Sure. He does hang but out in a couple of barns. Plain. Yeah. He's a, I mean, he also raped a woman in a barn. Well, he says, let's wait till marriage. And on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And then not but a moment later, he takes some pitchfork and like breaks the platform she's laying on and she like rolls down onto him and he goes, change my mind or some shit like that. Never mind, you got horny. And uh, <laughs> that gal looked really good in that movie. Um, yeah, but she was screaming no, Tyler. She is, was not is, screaming Is there no. going to be a James Bond like female... Uh, we you can know, do leaderboard it. at the end of this. Yeah, Harley was saying that this gal in Man with the Golden Gun was the prettiest he's ever seen. Um, but also she got shot. I I thought she was the woman. Like you thought she was talking about be the, the, the brown haired the brown haired lady, and not the not the blonde haired lady. Because yes, saying, I know. No, I'm saying oh, you know. Okay, right, yeah, right. I know who you're talking about. Yes, Gramango's girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah talking about midnight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think not she, yeah. midnight. Yeah, not, not yeah, good not, night. Midnight not good was night. not a woman. Good night. Yeah, I'm not talking about good night. I, I think she was just really useless. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. yeah. The, I, the prettiest. I liked, I, despite despising Honor Majesty's Secret Service, I thought that gal was the prettiest so far. I liked it. Yeah. And then being blind to the prior movies, uh, I like Solitaire better than Homegirl in this one. And maybe sure. just Solitaire looked good. Yeah, Solitaire, Solitaire was a pretty was good pretty gal. gal. Uh, like I said, I need to send you home with the, uh, the yeah. other ones. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll educate myself. Uh, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, like, you know, but up until this point, you know, Bond, Bond's ladies of the night, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them, have gotten... Smarter, a little bit more, less disposable. Less disposable. And Doctor, no, you couldn't get a. In the beginning, uh, Jason, you have to understand. Like Bond, he found a shell fisherman who almost stabbed him, and he was like, "Do you want to have sex with me?" (laughs) And she was like, "Well, I haven't had sex for twenty-seven years." And he's like, "Well, follow me. I'm gonna go fight a tank." Literally, that's the fucking plot. I mean, that's pretty like exact what the fuck happened. God, she, he's like, she's like, reaches for the knife, and he's like, no, no, I'm good. And she's like, oh. And she takes her hand <laughs> off the knife. <laughs> Alright, so, of course he doesn't just kill Bond. He's super villains and their egos. He co- shoots the champagne top off the bottle. Yeah, once he gets to the island. You know, could have just shot Bond right then and there, but of course, then, him and his theatrics, he's, they're sitting at the table eating yeah. lunch that Nick Knack prepared. Which, of course, like, Nick Nack could have just fucking poisoned the lunch. Like, there's so many things with these villains. Like, if you just The, the point the isn't to kill him just as a fact. The point is to make an... Like, to make a theatric out of it. Yeah. Because no... I, I feel like it's almost less believable to say, like, Oh, yeah, I, I killed James Bond. And people are like, Oh, my God, you 
you killed James Bond. How did you do it? Be like, I poisoned his tuna sandwich. Oh, right. <laughs> like, right. That, there, there's you not... Say, oh, I shot well. him behind a rock when he landed on my island. Like yeah, like, all, all of I those are... I shot him with my sun gun when his plane was approaching. <laughs> yeah. You know, something. The, but, like, I, I, I feel like you, you have to... Have the theatric has to accompany the caliber of the man. Which, then, you're gonna tell that story of, like, so... I well, yeah, a, they have, have an annual get-together. On my island. And so I took him through my little fun house and I won. Like, oh, that's fun. It's like, so you, this is the first time you went through the fun. No, I go to the fun house most every day. Yeah. Yeah. And but I the gun's it. always in a different place. Except he had the gun the whole time. Except this time I started with the gun because I had to have the advantage over Bond. And yeah. then he and honestly, shot me. That, that, that was a shortcoming of uh, the way they did it with Bond versus how they handled the intro sequence was that. He had the gun the whole time. He just, like, ran to the fun house. Yeah. And then did the spiel through there, um, rather than him having the hunt. Yeah. Um, that was disappointing. Yeah. Um, again, Bond cracking the case, just making observations, saying, uh, you know, hey, don't stick your finger in that nitrogen. Like, oh, did, you know, High Fat's company build this? Oh, is this where the solar panels are? It's like, dude, just... That's like a callback to <laughs> yes, Connery. Said, like, yeah. Connery was that's like... What they, that's what it's all just the blatant observation of and like them dubbing as like, oh, he he's figured it out. Yeah, they're always... like The villains are always like, very good double stuff. He's like, no, very he's just looking around. Yeah. He's just... He's obs- yeah. He's like... <laughs> it was a watch. Very like, good, Mr. This, Bond. Budweiser? Is this Budweiser? Yeah, Bond. It's made, it's made in an American factory, I assume. Yes. What is this, chewing cum? <laughs> that's gum. <laughs> that's gum, James. Yeah, it's chewing cum. Yes. That's why I said chewing cum. <laughs> yes, chewing cum. Uh, <laughs> Try him. Uh, oh, I had a note in here. Look up Fink, because I didn't know what that meant. Oh, yeah, um, Fink. <laughs> I said, shove a midget in the trunk. Classic. Uh, <laughs> Very Classic. Uh, I thought I thought it'd be better if Nick Knack was just up there whacking off if he didn't jump down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just... Oh yeah, that would have been better. That, yeah. All of a sudden, they're just what? Uh, what is that? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's Nick it was Nack it was a very Nick Knack's just like nah! yeah. yeah. It, it was yeah. a very strange like yeah, fight sequence shot. because I don't think either of them really believed in the fight at that point. <laughs> no. You know, like and especially with Nick Knack's character, like like he won, like he's got the island now. Yeah. So, like, why stow away on the boat and try and kill Bond? Because well, Bond kind of blew up his island, and that's why Nick Knack's mad. But I'd have to imagine there's at least still something Nick Knack so can inherit. In that property. Like, that's what he... Well, the Nick problem Nack is, is, is he picture. lives there rent-free, so ownership of that property might not actually be a thing, because he said the landlords, he, you know... Uh, he does a favor for the landlord. Yeah, he does a favor for the landlord. But is he now capable of doing that sort of thought, favor now right. that Scramanga's gone? I thought Scramanga was the landowner, and that Nick Knack took over once Scramanga. Now, somebody else was, like... China the land, owns like, his land, basically. Uh, and they uh, they so let him have the favors. island there for whatever set of favors that oh, see, he was so able like to provide. Oh, I see, so, like, the laser technology and... Yeah, bad guy stuff. Yeah, yeah, the guy Solex stuff. or whatever. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Right, right, right. The Solex. The Solex. It's a whole thing. Uh, yeah, we got the Bondisms. Uh, I did think it was clever the way James used that. Of course, the villain has the one thing that can be used against him. And of course, he's obsessing over killing James Bond. And he has a model of James Bond. And they show you, they show the, the old dummy. 
mm-hmm. who where he's shot the fingers off already, which is very significant. It happens at the very first scene of the movie. Right. He shoots the fingers off him. And he's like, oh man, you know, he's such a good shot, Scramanga. And then uh, Bond sneaks around the funhouse, disguises himself as the dummy. And then you see right before he kills Scramanga, you see, yeah. oh, he's got the fingers. And then... And I, I kind of like the novelty of just the like like beating your own game kind of thing, you know. Beating at his own game. The fact that the very first scene, we come full circle. Yeah. And it's the very last scene. And it's his downfall. Um, it's no longer him succeeding yes. in that scene. It's, his own ego, you know, is of course his downfall. And the fact that he's so obsessed with killing Bond that he's a Bond dummy there. Right. It fools him. So. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. That only took, you know, hour 27. Uh, it's actually shorter than I thought it were. So. Luckily, we, we spent the first 40 minutes about it. Uh, getting through Bondisms and. Uh, yeah, ranting. And talking and, about bo- uh, Connery fucking people in the mouth. So. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Rating wise and all that. Rating wise, um, what, did I, what did I write the last one? Uh, is that in that notebook? That is in that notebook. Hold on, hold on. I think I, I think I read it at a, what is it, 7.2? Is that what I read it at? Here. That's what it did. There we are. Live and let die, Harley, seven and a half. 7.5? Yep. Wow, that's, that's deep. That's generous. That's generous. I, I, actually, For I, Living I, Let I Die, I might have we enjoyed change. Living Let Die. Living Let Die was actually pretty great. I, I, had a pretty good, I had a pretty good experience with Living Let Die. Man, this is tough. This is tough. I'll tell you right now. I I'm going I six. I, it's a D for me. I was going to say... Just due to like the the change up on how like the, the change up of the equation on how they did the took a step back they took a step back and well, let, me, let me tell you the, the bond the bond uh, lady the bond lady yeah um, I don't like how they formatted it I know that's not the right way to say it I've had too many goddamn Budweisers okay but I understand okay. <laughs> Just throw a number out. You don't have to. All right. You don't want me to explain it? All right. Fair enough. I'm well, it just seems uh, like you're struggling. That's all. So if you want to explain I mean, I'm not. I could. It. It's just not good for cinema. Okay. Um, don't worry. We I'm can fix it in post. Yeah, we won't fix it in post. Uh, let's go with a... Um, don't worry. I'll fix it in post. I'm going 6.6. 6. 6. All right. 6.6, 6, man. Jason, what you got? Uh, I I would I would say six point five. I think I did a seven point five. Maybe with live and let die or something. It was a seven. Yeah, seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm going six. I feel like it took a couple steps back. The bombisms weren't as weak. I felt like live and let die came in real strong. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, do we want to do budgets and whatnot mm. for this guy? Trip sure. budgets and uh and, and box office. I mean, fuck uh, yeah. Like, Live and Let Die, the budget was 7 and the box office was 161.8. Mm-hmm. And that's with a handful of re-releases. Yeah, and I, didn't, a little... I haven't done the research on that, uh, but I imagine however yeah. it worked out. Because we read, did some reading on Dr. No, Goldfinger. It was through some re-releases and whatnot that they got the box office, inflated box office numbers, which it seems most movies do some double dipping. They're juicing their numbers. But, uh, 
Yeah, what do you want to guess on budget for the man with the eight one? Gun? I'm going eight one. What do you got? Uh, I go with uh, nine. Seven again. Hmm. <laughs> uh, you want to go box office? They're bums, dude. I, I, I'm tired of these fucking. I, I know they just don't. I spend hate the money. them. Like, oh, <laughs> last one did okay. Huh? We're only printing money. Only, yeah, let's not like, put any money. hundred and eighty million. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ. Alright, so what do you got for box office, guess? Box what, office. What's so, the last one, mate? 161.8. I'm going 190. I'm going to okay. go under. I'm going to go 130. But if we're maybe doing the U.S., maybe closer to like... I only have the total one for the word. Okay, okay. Uh, we got 92.6 for this one. 92.6? So I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Like I, we still They still made 85.6 if you look at it. The yeah, I mean, it's still an excellent Still profit. made an amazing amount of money. It's like even when people complain about... What year did about, this come out? 74. What was going on in 74? Was was Vietnam going on in 74? I don't know. Uh, in 69, right? I'm just trying to... Listen, I know you're looking at me like I'm a fucking fool... But listen, buddy, I'm just saying there might be some extenuating circumstances that might have made this movie bomb a little bit more in sure. 74, right? Or it was just, what I noticed, the trend on this list, is that uh, the first movie uh, of a new Bond, of a new Bond, other than the, the exception would be Connery because he, his first is 59 and a half and then it just goes up uh, until Thunderbolt's 141 and then You Only Live Twice is 111. Uh, Automatic Secret Service doesn't do as well, but it still profits $75 million after all said and done, so it's not like it was a failure. Yeah. But then, like, Connery comes back to 116. Then, Live and Let Die comes out, new Bond, 161. So, like, sets the new high, and then goes down, and then uh, they get some good, good fucking numbers. And then, uh, you know, Pierce Brosnan, or well, Timothy Dalton comes in, and they, they don't hit a new high, because Roger Moore and Moonraker did pretty damn good. But uh, once we get to Pierce Brosnan, uh, Goldeneye, it sets another hot new high. Once you get to Daniel Craig, sets another new high. And Skyfall was the highest at 1.1 in I Yeah. And it, it kind of makes sense, you know. You introduce your new lead, you know. It's it's a, it's the new generation, um, you know. It's, it's it's enough to get people who maybe were hesitant to get back into the series or just looking for the new hit, you know, spy movie. Yeah, you know, to, to come back in up. theaters. So I mean, there's there's enough yeah. motivation What's this there. Guy I think, be like, yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. Because I feel like if uh, you know, it's like the second or third movie of a Bond generation, you either already invested or you know you don't care. Yeah. So once once you hit the first of a new generation, I feel like it makes sense to to chime in and see what it's about. And Indeed, it makes sense that it'd be a good peak. Yeah. When I saw the original Daniel Craig, was it Russian from Russia? Not not from Russia. Or you mean the Connery? Casino Royale. Oh, the Cra- okay. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, Casino, yeah Royale. Casino Royale. When I saw that, I was uh, I was pumped up, man. Yeah, it's a it's it good. Yeah, I remember um, it. The cool thing about when we get back to Craig is I they kind of did it with uh, Roger Moore here. But, like, when we get into the later Bonds, they more... Like, this one didn't really have anything to do with the past one. 
other than like the fact that J.W. Pepper's in it. Yeah. Whereas during the Conneries, they all kind of follow each other and they mention, you know, like Blofeld. Yeah, it's like a entire continual build-up. It's a continuing story, yeah. And then, you know, they don't really do that during more Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and then he gets Daniel Craig, and they almost do the homage back to the, the first ones with Connery. And uh, Casino Royale was actually the first book made. And Dr. No was like the second book made, but for whatever reason, they start with Dr. No back in the Connery days. Mm-hmm. And so, really, they kind of went back to <clears throat> having that kind of homage in the beginning. So, like, okay, we're starting with Casino Royale. Um, and then they followed sequence, just kind of like the Connerys. And so, that's an interesting uh, comparison to the past movies when you yeah. look at them. So, yeah. No, I don't know. Ready to end this thing? Uh, yeah. So, Man with the Golden Gun. Uh, the Spy Who Loved Me is next. Uh, we got at Cons and Crisis 1 on Twitter and Cons and Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, goodbye.